Welcome to New Grad 101, the essential podcast for new ISU graduates. I'm your host, Chelsea Trowbridge, Director of Special Events and Merchandise at the Alumni Association. I work with Young Alumni Programming and will be bringing in special guests and experts to help you navigate the ins and outs of this exciting new chapter of your life. Congratulations on earning your degree and stepping into the real world. Adulting and being an engaged alum can be challenging, but fear not, we've got you covered. Each month, you'll receive an email and a link to the podcast where we'll dive into practical tips, expert advice, and personal stories to equip you with the tools you need to succeed. From managing your finances and finding your dream career to maintaining a healthy work-life balance and nurturing meaningful relationships, we'll explore it all. This is great information about incorporating future goals into the now spending. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think even if you're making small progress, the progress is becoming a habit, which is super helpful. And switching gears just a bit, I know many students come out of school with debt, um, some bigger than others, but how can our listeners incorporate that into their monthly spending plans? And maybe it's similar to how we, maybe you're just working it into your goals, but you, you know. Basically, yes. It's the, The student loan debt, once it starts coming due, and of course, for a new grad, that's six months after. Yeah. So for a new grad, it's six months after. Um, when those start coming due, it becomes a bill to pay. Mm-hmm. But unlike many of your other bills, you have some choices, okay. particularly if it's a federal um, student loan. You have some choices about what kind of income repayment plan you can choose. Oh. And so you want to go to the federal student loan website, which we will share. Yeah. Um, you want to go there and find out, look at the different options. Many of them are income-based. Um, and the, the standard option is to have all your debts paid off within 10 years. That's great if it works, but mm-hmm. depending on how much debt you have and what your income is, that may be completely unfeasible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you want to explore your options because, like I said, it's a it's a rare bill that gives us options to decide how much our payment can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I want to mention one of the one of the new plans called the Save Plan. Um, has one huge advantage that people should look at. It's an income-based plan, um, and people whose income is too low wouldn't have to make any payments, and that's great. But the most important thing is that if it says that my payment is, say, for example, $50 a month, but $50 a month isn't enough to cover the interest on my loan each month, If I've chosen the save repayment option, the extra interest won't get added to my loan. Mm. That's a massive improvement. Wow. Because that's one of the things that can happen to people, especially when they don't make a lot of money uh, fresh out of college, um, that they start out with, say, $20,000 of student debt, and after five years, they've got 25000 yeah. even though they've been making payments because the, the interest. added interest has increased mm. their principal. So if you're in a situation where your payments are going to be pretty low, really take a look at the save plan because yeah. it can prevent that interest accrual. Um, and it means that all you're doing each month is paying interest. You're not making progress on the principal, but at least you are paying the interest and not making your principal grow. Yeah. Would you suggest that people plan for this 
right away in their spending plans, even if yes. their loans aren't due yet, so that you know maybe you open another account to put that money into. To that's a really fine get idea. Get in that habit, so you're not six months in saying, "Oh, oh I've no, got to change I have everything." To change everything. I'm my lifestyle has to way change again. Yep. To do this, I love that, and that okay. is not something that I had thought about before. But but yes, if I know that I'm going to have a say $200 a month student Mm -hmm. loan payment. Maybe for those first six months when I don't have to pay it yet, I can just put that 200 a month into savings. Yeah, That builds me a cushion, gets me through some car repairs or some medical bills or something unexpected. And it then um, helps make sure that that $200 payment is part of my habit, Mm -hmm. that I've developed a budget, a, a spending plan that accommodates that payment. Awesome. Just in the same way that when people are thinking they need to buy a new car, um, of course, debt is cheaper when you borrow less. So having a good down payment for a car is mm-hmm. is a great idea. Well, if you think you're going to need to buy a car, then start putting away a car payment. Put it in savings. Yeah. That can be your down payment, mm-hmm. or at least it can add to your down payment. And that way you know that you're equipped for making a car payment. So. And another thing that I did is it was never very much, but I if my car payment ended in like a not round number, I would round up and pay a little bit extra every time. And I think th- I think that saved me like almost a year. Really? Worth of excellent. I mean, it was it was I I rounded up a little bit more because I could. But so I had a budget of what a, a, a budget of what I could spend on a car, and then it came down to it it was less so I could just kept paying what I knew that I could mm-hmm. and then it helped me pay it off sooner mm-hmm. and spend less in the interest paying debt early always saves money mm-hmm. because you pay less interest there's there's two things to mention related to that one is to make sure that the loan that you have and and most quality car loans and I think all mortgages in Iowa have to allow prepayment. Yeah, an early payment. Not right. having an early payment uh, penalty. Right. right. Yeah. There could be a prepayment penalty, and you don't ever want a loan like that. Yeah. Uh, but make sure before you make the mm-hmm. extra payments that there aren't. <laughs> but also make sure that extra is being put p- towards principal. Yes. Um, and that's that's another that's key, key thing. Yeah. So talk to your lender about that. But yes, it's always a good idea whether you. Uh, well, building it in monthly the way you did is probably yeah. the most sensible way. Okay. Sometimes people just make one extra payment a year sure. after they get their tax refund or something. They yeah. make a couple extra payments. Yeah. Um, paying our basic amount, you know, whatever the, the minimum payment on our credit cards, the basic car loan, the basic student loan payment, that's just an implied goal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's part of our monthly bills. Um, but the idea of paying it off early can be a really valuable goal, particularly with the high interest debt. Um, Depending, for our listeners, depending on their situation, um, whatever is your highest interest loan is the is the financially most logical one to put the extra payments towards okay. because you'll save more that way. Yeah. So when it comes to credit cards, those often are, if you have right. any credit card debt that you carry from month to month, that's usually the place where the interest is the highest. And so that might be your first choice of where mm-hmm. to pay extra. 
the reality is, and we'll talk about credit cards more in a minute, but the reality is we always encourage you to pay way more than the minimum payment on credit cards. Um, there are people, though, who have several debts. Maybe they have a, a back doctor bill or hospital bill, and they have, they have several debts, and it really makes them crazy. It, mm -hmm. it stresses them out so much. And there are some people who, instead of doing the what's lo most logical from a math and dollars and cents perspective, which is to start with the highest interest one, instead, they'll pay off some of the little ones. Sure. Um, and, you know, math, dollars and cents wise, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Psychologically, the benefit may be worthwhile. Sure. People sometimes choose to Just do feel that. Good. Exactly. Something. You know, and, and after six months, maybe that means that instead of having 10 bills to pay each month, now they only have four. Yeah. And that's a great accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So both of those approaches are completely legit. Um, you know, just be aware. One's yeah. more costly than the other, but the psychological benefit is worth something as well. Yeah. So the paying debt early, that is a valuable thing. We've talked a little about student loans. I'm not an expert on those. And there are people out there who are experts. So look for those if yeah. you're looking for help. I do know that the federal student loan website has a simulator, okay. a loan simulator that helps you see what your payments would look like. Yeah. With, the different... with different options okay. that you choose. It's a good tool. Um, anything you um, anything you do, when you pay more, the, the debt's paid off quicker. Yeah. And you have peace of mind sooner. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about credit cards, Barb. Sure. Credit cards, I've, I referred to them in the main portion already, um, but credit cards are like anything else that's a wonderful tool. I mean, you can compare it to a hammer. Yeah. A hammer can be very useful, mm -hmm. or it can do a damage. whole lot of damage. Yeah. A credit card can be very useful, mm -hmm. but it can create a lot of problems if you aren't careful in how you use it. Yeah. Um, so credit cards have convenience. They have perks, rewards points, and all I of those kinds points. of things. Yeah. Um, they allow us to kind of smooth the ups and downs mm -hmm. in our finances. Um, they, they allow a lot of things and they have safety benefits when you're traveling yes. or uh, when, you, when you're putting money down and you want clear protection in case your, your whatever you ordered doesn't arrive. Mm -hmm. It provides that kind of protection too. Um, but they are usually high interest rates, mm -hmm. almost always. Um, therefore, the cheapest way to use credit cards, and if you do it this way, it can be free to use a credit card. The cheapest way to use credit card is to pay it in full every month when the bill comes. Mm -hmm. And um, that requires a little bit of discipline, a little bit of, okay, now wait a minute, how much have I already spent on my credit card this month? Because I got to be ready for that bill, yeah. right? Uh, there's a, a, a tip that we have shared with people on occasion, and it's easier if I could show you this, but um, you can take a little envelope, like a, a small letter size envelope, seal it shut, put your credit card on the end of it and cut off at the top of it, and it becomes a little folder mm -hmm. that you can put your credit card into. And you can do it, you can get two little folders uh, out of each envelope. Okay. And 
on that little folder you write every time you spend with your credit card. Sure. And then you won't be surprised when the bill comes. Yeah. And it's a it's a wonderful little tool depending on, you know, your habits and your need to keep tabs so you don't overcommit. Mm-hmm. Um, when you don't have much of a savings cushion, that can really prevent you from finding yourself paying a bunch of credit card interest. So um, it's, a, it's a smart thing to keep in mind. Um, yeah, if I was to give one piece of advice to recent college graduates, um, it might be that piece to stay in control of your credit card debt. Um, I know that some young people using credit cards for the first time go the opposite way and they're afraid to use their credit yeah. card and I, I really encourage people to not be afraid of it because it's a valuable tool in, in, in addition to those other things we mentioned it also helps you build your credit score yeah. so that you will be able to get a loan when you need to buy a car when you want to get mm-hmm. a mortgage for those things so do use it don't be afraid of it but if you are wanting to be prudent with your money, really keep tabs and be ready to pay each bill in full at the end of every month. If you do not pay the bill in full, the consequence is that you pay interest on the unpaid amount. Yes. But in addition, so so suppose my bill came due on February 16th and it was $100 and I only paid 50. Okay. So I would have to pay interest the next month on the $50. But also, on February 20th, when I go buy gas and I charge $30, and on March 3rd, when I buy gas again and I charge another $30, I start paying interest on that $30 from the minute I make the charge. Wow. And so by paying your bill in full each month, you keep in place what they call a grace period. Okay. Which means that's that period of time from the time you actually swiped your card till the time the bill is due. Okay. Keeping your grace period in place is a really money-saving thing. Yeah. Now, if the, if a month comes when you do you did have an unexpected car repair and you put it on your credit card and you've already figured out it's going to take you 3 months to pay that mm-hmm. off. Okay, not the end of the world. Yeah. But after three months, then you'll have your grace, pay- grace period back in place. Okay. Even better than that, if you have two credit cards, and if you've done that with the car repair bill, you're going to stretch that one out over three months. Don't use don't that credit it. card for mm-hmm. any other expenses until it's paid off again. Yeah. Use your other card for okay. those because then you won't have to pay. You'll still have the grace yeah. period on that other card so you're not just paying the interest on it's not just first bill that you couldn't pay right it's then everything else afterwards yes so it's not like you didn't pay it and then you start clean the next the next month while paying interest on what was left from the previous month it's everything it's more cumulative than that yep yeah so it's that's a real important thing for people to recognize and and that idea of having two credit cards at you know Having two credit cards at least is probably a smart idea sure. anyway, uh, once you get yourself established. But having, just in case you'd ever have an identity theft problem mm-hmm. or a fraud problem with one. Yeah. Um, but there's another reason, is if you do need to make a big purchase and spread out the payments, then you can just leave that card alone, don't use it, yeah. and use the other card. Wow. Great tip. Um, and then 
Another thing related to credit that we want to help people keep in mind is, is that we really do need to check our credit reports every year. Okay. Um, that used to always be advised, like 40 years ago when I was fresh out of college, yeah. it used to always be advised um, because there could be mistakes. Sure. Well, it became about 20 years ago, it became a right. We have a mm. right mm-hmm. to see our credit cards because it, the, I mean, the law was passed because we were seeing such an abundance of identity theft. Ah. Checking your credit report is the best way to detect identity theft. It doesn't mm-hmm. prevent identity theft, yeah. but it, it allows you to detect it, catch it early, nip it in the bud. Okay. Um, and so checking your credit report every year is a legal right. Um, we have There are three main national credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, and you have a right to get a free credit report every year from each one of those. Okay. So that's three free reports a year. The place where you do that is a website called annualcreditreport.com. That's on your tip sheet. Um, so we're going to be distributing a tip sheet to you later, so you'll be able to see that website. Um, you don't have to do it online. It's the simplest way, <laughs> as long as you've got secure internet connections. Okay. You know, don't do this on your phone at the coffee shop. Yep. But if you've got a secure internet connection, all you'll do is go to annualcreditreport.com and you'll say, do I want all three or do I just want one of them? Okay. Um, some people choose to spread them out throughout the year hmm. because then they've checked one and, and they can see if anything, it gives them three times a year of checking up yes. on themselves. The problem is remembering and marking your calendar to do that. Which, and which one. Yeah. So yeah. you decide what works yeah. best for you. Um, but then once you've once you've um, decided that, then you'll have to prove that you're you. Okay. So you'll type in your personal information, your social security number. This is why we want secure internet. Yep. Uh, your birth date, some other personal information. And then they'll ask you some questions. I actually failed on this once, and then I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it online. I had to. Did you forget your first making car? Making no, model of car, I can't like remember what it name. was. There was it was the name of a bank. Yeah. Because um, it. Yeah. You they real had questions. kind of they a decoy. But yes, where have you lived? And they ask you real questions you that the answers are found on your credit report. Things okay. they know about you because of your credit report, like in. 2020 which of these following streets did you live on yes and and there's always a none of the above uh-huh or in 2014 you took out a car loan which bank uh-huh. was it from and there's always a none of the above and um yeah the, the, there was kind of a similar bank name uh, i think that's yes. what tripped me up so you'll have to answer two or three of those questions <laughs> and then they will send you your your um credit report now sometimes people get a little thrown off because they, i've had them come back to me and say well they wanted to charge me it's supposed to be free i thought they will offer you the chance to buy your credit score. Oh. The credit report is free. As of now, there's no law that gives us a right to a free credit score. Got it. There are ways to, to you know, there are some ways to find a free credit score. But um, the credit report is what's free. So if you see that option to buy something, just note, are they selling you a score or a report? Okay. Chances are it's just the credit the report. 
Um, so the credit report, unfortunately, is a long, complex document. Yeah. If you print it out, it's very likely 20 pages. Um, I mean, it could be, it could be. Some of our younger listeners, it might not be quite that long. Yeah. But it's important to look through everything on there um, and make sure that you recognize every debt that's listed. Make sure also that the um, personal information about yourself is 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 accurate. Mm-hmm. I um, once got my the first very first time I ever got my credit report. Um, it said that I had one of my past addresses was in Chicago. Nope, no. I never lived in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you, and then you can clear up that information. Yeah. There, there are steps, and they'll give you the procedure to to clear up that information. Mm-hmm. And then once you've checked, that they have to confirm to you that it has been cleared up. So, okay. um, do check your credit report to make sure it's accurate, because inaccurate information on your credit report could hurt your credit score. Mm-hmm. Um, and your credit score is always derived directly from information on your credit report. Mm-hmm. And so when you fix your credit report, you, you fix your credit score as well. Yeah. And if you are looking to you know, buy a car or a house or make mm-hmm. some big purchase where you really want the best possible credit score, you want to make sure there's no bad, inaccurate information messing up your credit report. Yeah, definitely. Barb, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today, sharing all your incredible knowledge and tips. Listeners, be sure to check the Facebook group for additional resources and templates like we talked about. Uh, I'll be posting a tip sheet on credit cards, a sample monthly spending spreadsheet, and some other informative links like uh, the debt repayment, the student loan debt repayment um, websites and all of that. So thank you, Barb. Awesome. Awesome.